This is Urban Awakening, and I'm your host, Jose Reynoso. Today's episode is with Katia Kempe. Um, you'll hear about her amazing story, but I think it's uh, a quite interesting topic today about entrepreneurship, following your dream, and taking a leap into the unknown, which ends up becoming the best part of the journey. Uh, I find uh, this, well, actually, this is our first interview with uh, an entrepreneur, and it's not just any entrepreneur. She was named uh, Australia's top uh, female entrepreneur of the year for 2018, and she will be sharing her story uh, later on the show. But um, just uh, take some notes and see what helps you in your own path. I find personally that um, we are all some sort of entrepreneurs and we all are in a situation of having to reinvent, be creative and get outside of the norm to be able to create this abundant and beautiful destiny that we are meant to be having in this world. Anyways, I'll let you with the show. Enjoy, tune in and as always, um, please uh, subscribe, join the tribe of Urban Awakening, subscribe to the show. Follow the show on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, um, whatever platform you like. It's always present there. And share. Share the podcast with your loved ones. Share the message. Share the love. And if you have any questions, suggestions, or you would like to suggest uh, a speaker, a guest, please shoot me an email. Um, you can find the details on samadijourneys.com, which is the platform of our retreats and different uh, offerings that we have and yeah you can find all the information there enjoy the show love you peace and happiness today we have katia kempe she's the ceo and founder of viveka uh, viveka is a combination of katia's personal experience and personal passion uh, as a strategy manager and the coo of an international leading law firm katia was required to follow strategic innovative and global industry trends, whilst implying, implementing new strategies to continuously up-level efficiencies and processes. Her passion for personal growth, as well as the need for professional development in our current times of exponential change birth Viveka. To acknowledge her success with Viveka, she has recently been uh, presented with StarCon's Female Entrepreneur of the Year Award 2018. StarCon is Asia Pacific's largest startup conference. Katia is an international experience multilingual inspired by innovation and a strong believer in creating possible, positive and possible sustainable change. Uh, welcome, Katia. It's a pleasure and an honor to have you in this podcast and um, as always smiling. And uh, yeah, please, uh, how, is, how, how is life in, in Australia? Jose, thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here and the honor is really mine. Um, yeah, thank you first of all. I just want to say this before I forget later on for what you're doing for our community, for the awakening of so many um, people in our age, people of all ages really, and all around the world. Your service is really needed. So thank you for putting this podcast together. Mm. Um, and yeah, the weather here in Australia is gorgeous. It's summer, it's nice and hot, as you can see. I'm just wearing a t-shirt and we have um, plus 30 degrees Celsius. So yeah, it's beautiful here. Mm, beautiful, thanks. 
So, um, we know each other from a while. Uh, and um, I remember when we first met uh, that you took me uh, on a tour to your uh, uh, former office. And I remember, what, what floor was it on? Oh, that was at Herbert Smith Free House. That was floor 35. 35. Yeah, I remember that going up the elevator, I could feel like that, um, that, that presence of like you're going up to where the leaders meet and, and hang yeah. out, you know, and, and then getting out into that floor and seeing that expansive view of Sydney, definitely a very unique uh, view and perspective of Sydney. Uh, what, uh, what was your role in that company? It was a law firm, right? Yeah, it was a law firm. In that company, I was a strategy manager, so the global strategy manager. Um, we went through quite some change back then. I mean, this is six years back now, <laughs> time flies. And um, we, um, we merged with a UK firm. So that company is now the eighth largest in the world. And it was really, really exciting times. I learned a lot um, in, in that role. Mm, beautiful. Um, and um, I mean, you were, you were in a position of power and everything. Uh, so what was, what, was, um, what was your feeling working there? Do you feel like you had it all? You were like, you were like, you ate the biscuit and you owned the biscuit shop, I guess, or something like that, you know, like what, 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 was, what, was, your, what was your mindset when you um, ascended through the elevator every day and you were like, oh, this is, this is my life. Was it your dream also? You know what? That's a really, really interesting question. And it's hard to answer that with a yes or no. Um, I guess everything has nuances. And um, so when, when I first started, I mean, it was a very prestigious company. And then my career went on. I then actually, it, it was my, um, you know, my stepping stone to then become COO of even a larger law firm. So my career even enhanced or um, progressed further. And yeah, of course, it was... Um, it was prestigious. Um, it was an honor. I was working on global projects. It was exciting. Um, and it was also very stressful in the end. Um, and, and was it everything that I asked for? You know, was I um, having the biscuit or the cake and eating it too? Um, yeah, and, and no, because I guess, um, and more and more people, especially listening to this podcast, can probably relate. Um, there comes a time when you just hear like a knock <laughs> and that knock gets louder and it gets quicker and you can't ignore it and then you go like well this is no longer fulfilling me you know and somebody's knocking on your door saying step up do something more what are you here to do for you know what's your purpose like mm. step step into that and so it was it was fulfilling and it fed my ego and you know I felt stroked every day and was glamorous and I learned a lot um but um it was great for the time and then you just evolve. <laughs> mm, thanks. Because I mean, like from my perspective, you were basically living the dream that they, uh, that we are taught in school or in university, you know, like you were making really good money. You were a female leader in your sector, which uh, is also, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's different times, I guess. Your, your mom or your, our grandparents couldn't even think of a female figure being in that position. So you were like everything that society will say, she's a female leader. She's uh, working in, in the floor 33 and with the best views of Sydney, making really good money. What could you be lacking, right? 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. From the outside, it always looks um, different sometimes to the inside. And, mm. and it's, um, you know, I, I profoundly remember um, a point when I was lying in my bed and I was laying in my bed alone. I was single and, you know, I had the job. I had the glamorous apartment and I was, you know, in the best suburb of Sydney. I have the most beautiful friends back then, still have them now. <laughs> um, and um, I was just, I just cried. And I was like, I just said, I, I prayed. I said, look, I, I surrender. Like, I, I don't know. I'm doing everything the best I can, the way I've been told. <laughs> but, you know, I'm a good person. I'm following the rules, but I'm just, it's not working my way. And I, I, it gives me goosebumps even thinking about mm. it. Like I literally laid there and I was just like, I promise to follow. Like you just show me the way and I promise to say yes. I promise to completely give myself. And you know what happened the very next day? Sorry, two days after, that's not true. I had 27 missed calls from a headhunter asking me to be COO of this next company. Mm. And I knew I was going to get it, but I also knew that that, again, was a stepping stone. And that then after that, I would step into what I'm here to do. And then after that, I created Vika. So, so um I probably got off topic a bit, Jose. I'm sorry, but no, there's um, there's no such thing of off topic. <laughs> there's just the real topic, and there's no uh, a script or anything. So thank you for for sharing what what flows into your mind. Um, yeah. So you got um, um, hired for this new position as a COO, uh, yeah. or even a bigger company, and. Yeah. Um, what happened there? Because then after a while, I remember you uh, sharing with us that you were not completely fulfilled. And then something happened that made you uh, be sitting down where you're sitting down now, I guess. <laughs> what happened there? Oh, um, so obviously, um, well, I was, I was really honored to get the role and it was, was an amazing boot camp. I learned so much. Um, from being a strategy manager, doing processes, projects, which are very complex. I was running complex, large teams all of a sudden, mm -hmm. a pool of um, over 30 people, um, seven direct reports, 30 people reporting into them, and then another 150 in the whole firm. Mm -hmm. and it was a very different uh, beast from one position to the next. Mm -hmm. And um, there was not much guidance because the company was going through a lot of growth. So things were moving very quickly. And, um, and I'm really, really grateful for that position. Um, fantastic team members, really highly skilled um, people that I was working with. But it also came with a very high expectation and um, little guidance and um, it was basically, it was throwing in, you in the deep and swimming with the sharks. So, mm -hmm. um, I actually developed anxiety and, um, a person like me, Jose, you know me, like I'm super bubbly. I, I probably never act my age. Um, I'm, I always have a smile on my face and I had anxiety after oh, wow. 
good six months in and and the beauty is you know every pain um always leads you to something further on your path you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that really deepened i really deepened my mindfulness i was meditating at least an hour each day half an hour in the morning half an hour at night probably in the middle of the night when i was waking up another half an hour um i read a lot more um and i i signed up for um group activities like AFEST and commit to Mind Valley, and I, you know, I even signed up saying like I'm I'm ready to step into my next role, and I I know that AFEST will help me find that, and like it was very clear in my mind that um it was a ticking time bomb, and I guess the exit, however, wasn't as expected. <laughs> um, I was I was actually retrenched in the end mm-hmm. I was fired. Mm-hmm. and um, that was the atomic bomb because um, a person like me like it wasn't on my radar and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quite aware it wasn't you know it wasn't even a thinkable possibility that I would it, it wasn't even in my realm um, you know I have the highest work ethics I produced a lot all KPIs were met um, huge cost savings for the company achieved, new growth opportunities. We opened a new office. It was like so many achievements. And when I was called in that morning to, with my multiple CEOs to have that meeting, you know, I remember overlooking even the higher floor back then, <laughs> the harbour, and it was just gorgeous. And it was quite funny. Nobody could look me in the eye. Everybody was looking down. And, oh, wow. um, and, it took me 10 minutes to realize that we're in a conversation of me being let go. I didn't <laughs> realize. I was like, what, what are we talking about? Like, I don't understand. And as soon as I did, I, I am so grateful that they weren't looking at me, Jose, because I couldn't stop smiling. It was like, I'm like, oh my God, this is like, you should not be smiling. I just stop smiling and I just <laughs> made it work. And I was like, oh, thank God, they're not looking at me. And um, I just asked to have the room. And then, I mean, I wrote on my vision board back then, Jose. Um, it's still up there. Cut loose and fire um, mm. calling. It's still right there on the wall. Mm. Um, and... All I could see was that in front of me, those letters, cut loose, higher calling. And I literally felt as if somebody was embracing me and just whisper, it's okay, you're ready. Like, it was the weirdest thing. And, and then I went back to my desk, made sure everything's okay, wrote multiple emails, timed them for an hour, hand over letters and everything. And then I just walked out and I literally did not come back um and and then it hit me like a um freight train a day after you know Mm -hmm. once reality what's happening you know like this is yes of course I wanted to get out but on my terms and was I ready Mm -hmm. unexpected and such a shock and and um because I I I fell deep I you know I did my own little eat pray love as you know mm-hmm. I went to Bali for five weeks to Mexico for another six weeks 
Um, and, and I just, and then I went to Costa Rica in the jungle and did a shamanic yoga retreat and, um, for another two months nearly. Yeah. I was in Costa Rica mm. oh, six weeks before again. Mm. And, um, so I literally just needed time out. I had various jobs lined up. People wanted, and very, very good jobs. People wanted me back. And all I knew is I don't want back. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, yeah, so was it all rosy? No. Well, yes, it was all rosy because I love to say the universe only hands you roses. Sometimes you smell the rose for the scent and the beautiful petal, you know, and it's like, it's an obvious symbol of love. You're like, oh my God, it's a rose, it's love. I can tell, you know? And sometimes all you feel are the thorns, mm. but it's a rose. And that was my moment when all I felt were the thorns, but it was still a symbol of love <laughs> <laughs> or a blessing in disguise. So let's mm. put it that way. Wow. Amazing, amazing story. So it almost feels like when you were hired as a CEO, but you were at, like after a while and you started having anxiety and you started but at the same time that pushed you that pressure or friction pushed you to start meditating and whatnot it made you realize that you have to start preparing yourself for what's next because you were like this you were aware aware enough to know that that's not life and that there's more and you were preparing yourself you even put yourself the mission board and all those things you were preparing yourself but for what you were telling me i think being uh, laid off or like fired whatever it was the way of life telling you like, no, no, it's happening now because maybe you could have taken another year and what would have happened in your life or health, right? So it was, I think when you really, and that's why I try to communicate to uh, the, the podcasters, uh, that um, to the listeners that when you're ready and if you really surrender, life will make it happen. You just have to be there available. You just have to be waiting for, at the bus stop, right? And you were there waiting at the bus stop full on with your gear and whatnot, but you didn't know when it came and, and it came and it, it was like a smack. And I could almost, I, I even got um, goosebumps when you were explaining that the first 10 minutes, you didn't even realize you were like, like, okay, it's like the boat is sinking, but I'm dancing. I'm still dancing. I'm happy, you know, <laughs> and probably that day you were full of adrenaline and whatnot. And the next day is when you really were able to go deep introvert and, and feel, you know, but, what you just uh, related to us, it was the beginning of a beautiful adventure. And I was able to uh, witness from the distance uh, your, uh, your whole evolution. I think uh, Bianca and I were like, wow, wow, wow. From <laughs> our last visit and what I remember, I think when things got really like, okay, she's going for it is when you were uh, in, because many people go to Bali and they can enjoy time there. But when you were like in the jungle of Costa Rica, doing plant medicine it was like okay she is there she's, 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 yeah yeah when, when you go on into an ayahuasca or plant medicine ceremony and you and you get uh, uh put face to face with your own fears but even more with your own limitless uh power uh it's a, it's a beautiful experience so uh that was uh, basically the the cultivation uh, um, brew for uh, Viveka. Uh, so what's, what's Viveka? Can you explain what's Viveka? What does it mean? Yeah, so Viveka is actually a Sanskrit word. It's like Sanskrit is the language of the yogis, like Latin is the language yeah. of the 
um, legal industry or, or medicine and doctors. And so it's a dead language. So there's no direct translation, but the closest we can get is um, that it means inner truth, alignment and discernment knowledge. So discernment knowledge, basically in the sense that you are able to decide what is wrong and right for you, because there is no wrong and right. There's only wrong and right for you. Mm. And so once you are in full alignment with yourself and you know who you are and you know what you're here to do and you know like who you truly are in your core, you can only practice discernment knowledge. There's no other choice because you just know what's right and wrong from you. you don't, you're not influenced from the outside um, or trying to please the outside either. Like that internal externalization, it doesn't happen anymore because you're just really like in equilibrium. So um, Viveka means that you're, you know, in alignment so you can practice truth knowledge, mm. discernment knowledge. Um, and what is it? It's a marketplace for coaches, mentors and speakers. It's the, now the world's largest marketplace um, mm. for a professional and personal growth industry. And why? Because oh, there's multiple reasons, but everything is born out of your pain. And when I got laid off, like I... I recovered quickly because I, it's just my way of being. I'm very resilient, but I fell hard and long. And I thought to myself, oh my God, if I'm this crushed, and I was aware from strategy of law firms, what's happening in the world with AI, with machine learning, with um, the fourth industrial revolution, with the rise of entrepreneurs, with also the, the rise of anxiety and depression that I felt firsthand as well. And, um, like well, everything's at such a uh, quicker pace. And so people are needing a platform to get professional help. And, and not just in a, um, psych, um, in a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I mean, that's like a level, um, it, can, it can be a level too deep for some, some, and it may not always be necessary, but just a hand that's accessible uh, financially, geographically, as well as like the understanding and having the trust that these people are accessible and there for you. It's, it's a luxury nowadays. And so that's why we created Vivica and, um, and it's going really well. <laughs> and it, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, everything's a journey. And um, you said before, you know, um, yeah, plant medicine and so on, that was definitely a big step for my breaking open and my understanding and everything. But everything, nothing could have happened <laughs> with the step before. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's so hard to pinpoint what... <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's no there's no magic pill. It's like it was yeah. a complement or a, a, an extra to your whole bouquet of skill sets and awakening tools that you were experiencing throughout yeah. that process. I guess, yeah. Hmm. But it was definitely a big, big, strong pill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I bet you got to to smell the rose, see the petals, and feel the thorns all at the same time. You know what? My first couple of plant experiences were just the roses. It was oh, just, wow. just, just, just. I didn't even um, um, feel upset, as in purge. Okay, purge <laughs> vomit. Okay, yeah, yeah, wow. So uh, you said when you were explaining Viveka, you're like, uh, why Viveka? And immediately I thought about like, why not? Right? Like, um, as a as a starting entrepreneur myself or whatever, you know, like a uh, 
creative that loves uh, creating content and whatnot. Uh, I think we all need a coach. You know, there's there's a point in life that if you are in, uh, I'm getting into ultra running or whatever marathons, and you can run, but if you get a coach, he's gonna tell you how definitely not to do it and how to progress in the most efficient way without uh, injuring yourself as much. <laughs> and in your in your case with, with Rebecca, probably this coach can help you not lose as much money or be as productive on point and be as effective as possible. So I think why not? There's, there's really no reason for, for not accessing Viveka when you're, when you're in the path of creating something, you know, as you say, it's it's the, also the generation of entrepreneurs. Now everybody that has a cell phone, I'm not even going to say a computer, a cell phone, you can create a massive empire. You know, like I was listening to a Tim Ferry show and he's the one that wrote the four hour week. Uh, book and he was interviewing somebody that um, followed his book and within less than a year he already made over a million in revenue with only one employee it was himself after a year he expanded now he has five employees and he makes more than two million revenue a year and he started in 2014 so that was a for me was a clear example and almost a slap in my face like you have no excuses now to make the abundance that you want because there's enough resources, there's enough uh, demand from the market, but we need coaches. We need somebody that can help you strategize, that that helps you um, create the most, as I was saying before, efficient plan. And that's what Viveka basically offers, right? It's absolutely right. And I love that you um, pointed out, you know, I think our mindset is changing. It's coaching is no longer a bandage that oh, you're broken, you need some fixing, or what's wrong with you. It's literally like, what is the quickest, most efficient uh, way to get to the goal that I want to achieve? And um, through, you know, taking the shortcuts because somebody has already been there and knows the best practices or giving you the tips. And yeah, of course, you're still going to do it yourself um, and you're going to be the one doing the work. But like you said, you know, yeah, we can all run, but if you know what shoes to wear, what gear to buy, what interval training to do, or, you know, whatever the <laughs> tricks are, um, you can, you can, you can run faster, a lot quicker, you know, you can accelerate your learning. And so luxury product. Yeah. And I guess, you know, uh, Viveka, uh, because it's online. And then again, we're u- utilizing this technology uh, that some people say, oh, all this technology, whatever, but this technology is helping us being uh, remote. It helps us being location independent. And uh, mm-hmm. I guess now a uh, deep Missouri farmer can access the best coach of Australia of, or anywhere in the world thanks to Viveka. So now this farmer can actually become the biggest farmer in Missouri or the whole world if he decides to because he can access information that for our parents would be impossible before if I wanted to get a coach, I would have to look in my neighborhood, in my city, maybe on yellow pages. But now Viveka is compiling everything. It's like an Uber. No, but you can get, uh, you, if you don't have transportation, it's because you don't have, you don't want to, right? I guess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, we'll see. Wow. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. It's uh, I, I, I can't wait to see where this is going. So, um, yeah. uh, where where is Viveka going? Where's like what's uh, because because as I mentioned at the beginning, you got um, um, you got awarded with the female entrepreneur of the year of two thousand eighteen. 
uh, for yeah. StarCons, which for those of you who don't know, it's like, it's yes, Asia-specific largest startup conference. And Asia is huge. Like, let's not say probably the biggest market in the world. Like Asia is everything. That's where everything comes. Taiwan, all the patents are coming. Uh, uh, Korea and then Australia, of course. Um, so where is it going? Because now you have this and, and how many, how many coaches do you have in Viveka? So, um, active members, we have over a thousand, but within our database, we have nearly 20,000. Oh, so, wow. um, yeah, so we have access to all of them. Should, should a company really require certain skills? We just reach out individually and go like, look, I actually have a job for you, whether or not they're in our data, whether mm. or not they're active on the platform, because our role is to really best match the, the, the suited candidates, mm -hmm. you know, whoever, like we're a bit like a dating company. If you want mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and where are we going? Oh my God. So excited to talk about our future goals. So Viveka is like a three tier, um, well, membership platform, but it's also a three phase, um, uh, roadmap that we had. So our first huge phase was to just like get people on there, create awareness and become the world's largest marketplace. And, it was a strategic choice. Um, we gave a lot away for free in the beginning um, and, and still are keeping our prices really, really low just so it's really accessible for the coaches because our end goal is to help the coaches as best as we can. And that enabled us. If you provide value and value and value, if you make it a win-win-win, it's inevitable that you're going to grow. And so we grew into the world's largest marketplace. So that was phase one. Phase two was really to introduce um, our sales agency and marketing agency where we actually act like as a um, connector between the two what I just said you know we, we look for the best coach and we look for um, for the companies and and vice versa and where we can place each other so there's a really good tie up there which gives so much more trust and transparency into the industry and phase three is that we're now um, doing a couple of investor rounds where we're actually um, rebuilding our IT completely so we are an um, SAAS platform service provider so we will host the entire back end for the coaches one of the biggest pain points for the coaches is that their various software systems a they all have to describe subscribe to them individually and then they don't talk to each other so it's cost inefficient and it's the, the processes are inefficient unoptimized either because your accounting doesn't talk to your CRM, doesn't talk to your um, uh, camera, uh, your Zoom or whatever it is, like your communication tool, doesn't talk to your um, funnel. So we're creating the backend so it's all integrated oh. and um, at a more cost-efficient solution for the coaches. And the idea behind it is so 80% of a coach's time on average is currently wasted on the admin so if we can take that away so the coach can just focus on doing the work getting the work i mean we're doing that's our purpose to bring more personal and professional growth to the world so um yeah so that's why we're doing it mm, beautiful i'm um i was just browsing on your website right now and i see you have a uh, uh, three categories so far coach speaker mentor and that you have uh, a price uh, like bar that you can select your minimum and maximum and even your location, your type of service, language, meeting type. This is, yeah, this is like you said, this is like a, a dating site, but 
that actually should not bring any headaches. It should bring only benefits and, and, and growth in your company. That's, that's, it's really, really awesome. So uh, going back to one of the topics, because as you can see, this uh, podcast is not uh, linear or uh, anything like that. Um, I would like to know, oh, actually I saw, I saw a post on Instagram from Viveka that said something along the lines that if, if plan A didn't work, the alphabet has to be five more letters. Stay cool. And I really, really like this. Uh, do you think people are afraid of failing? And if so, why? I don't think people have even heard about plan C, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's only the third letter. So I think society has brought us up in a way to, you know, it's got to go one way. It's really that masculine energy. And I mean, I did it for most of my life. And it was like, you know, we're, we're, and it's ambitious and it serves you to a certain point, you know? It, it, gets, it gets you to achieve certain goals and you get to um, surpass certain boundaries with, you know, ambition as a two-edged sword, though. Just... Um, you know, it has its limitations. And um, sometimes there's a lot faster ways to achieve what you want to achieve if you can just step back and actually, you know, see, oh, there's actually a shortcut to be mm -hmm. taken. Or, or if you actually let other people step up, or if you, um, um, you know, if you take a different path. And failure is such a big word in our society, isn't it? And it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's probably one of the most, in my opinion, one mis, most misunderstood words. It's, um, it's even a word that I should, it should be like that F word that nobody says. You're right. Like, <laughs> don't even say it. <laughs> yeah, we have another F word. I always say, you can't say fat. You can't. <laughs> That's our F word. <laughs> so yeah, failure can come into that category too. Um, and, um, so yeah, so I think, you know, it's, it's so funny because I, I was, I love this metaphor that somebody, a mentor actually once told me, and it's like, your goal is here, right? And you're, you're right here. And so when, when we go one step up, um, you know, or we still see that the goal is up there and we haven't reached it yet. And, you know, and you go one step up even more and, you know, the goal is still up there and you haven't reached it. And even that for some people is failure because they don't measure the process, the progress that mm. they've already achieved. And then there's, sorry, my face is there, but yeah, you can still see. So, and then for other people, you know, this is your goal and this is your starting point and they might go over here, but you know, it's still closer. And they don't see that because it's like so not the path that they considered they needed to take, which was right up here. But you never know. There might be a jumping board right here, you know, and that might jump up here. And it's, um, it, yeah, failure is um, misunderstood. And, and I mean, there's so many beautiful quotes out there. Um, but I think the most important thing is um, just celebration is a really big thing and gratitude and being aware of where you were. Somebody once told me, um, do you have an evidence board? I was like, what? Uh, I have a vision board. And mm. do you have an evidence board? I was like, mm, no, what's an evidence board? He's like, evidence board is what you put next to your vision board to show you that your vision is happening. And it's the little things, let's say on your vision board, you have, 
I want to make a million bucks just because everybody wants to make money. Well, if you've made 10 bucks, do you put that? Where is that? You know, do you celebrate that? Because you're headed there. If you make a hundred bucks, do you put it on? You need to put it on your evidence board. Or you know, some people want to lose weight, or some people want to be more fit, or some people want to um, get married, or start dating, or some people want to have children. You know, everything is. You, if you measure your progress and and celebrate that, I mean, we can go into vibration and energy now, right? Jose, um, how important that is, um, because. You know, quantum physics shows us everything is energy. And if you can celebrate the little steps, it will actually, you are a magnet for more of that. And, and so that's why it was so beautiful. Um, so I've distracted a bit from failure to the evidence board because, you know, failure is just a misinterpretation of success sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, and, and sometimes we just get so... Um, mm, how should I say? And I know it for myself, you know, I'm so determined that it has to look a certain way. Otherwise, it's not success. But if you take a step back and sometimes somebody else just tells me you've actually achieved what you want to achieve, why aren't you celebrating? It's like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, there was um, this um, Latin uh, American uh, journalist that wrote a book and he made a really good point saying that Latin... Uh, or like Latin countries or Latin American countries, including Spain, uh, they, are, they are way behind in patents and development and technology and entrepreneurship because uh, failure or that F uh, word is, it's, it's, it puts you in a box and it almost like it's so bad to fail. And they actually, they actually consider failing as you failed for life. You know, when you go to Silicon Valley, and it's like, oh, I've had three bankrupt companies. I failed in so many projects. Guess what? Now I'm a six-digit or seven-digit person. But um, I guess it's, it's just, as you said, a perspective. Instead of focusing in, I failed seven times. It's like, I've done this seven times and I've learned this, this, this. And now I got it. But you've been in that uh, gratitude mentality, in that positive, or like you were saying, quantum physics, you know, like where attention goes, energy flows. So even if you have your attention into that $10 gain, you know, or, or, or one kilo less that you've lost uh, working out or that extra mile that you've been able to run, that's what keeps feeding that momentum of, of achieving uh, and becoming an achiever instead of becoming a failure personality or whatever. Yeah, that's why I really like that Instagram post. It was like, oh yeah, I think I think a listener should yes, listen. Twenty-five more letters in the alphabet. Why are you so stressed? Like, why come are you on. so stressed? Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, before the podcast, you said something about your M spot and the magic in the world. What is this? <laughs> oh, so actually, I can't I can't um, take it as my own. I've got to give. Um, you know, um, tribute where, where it's to you. Um, a friend of mine, a beautiful friend, Tara Maxwell, she actually um, coined this term to me once, the M spot. So um, it's basically your magic in the world and um, your mindset and your mission and your message. And then lastly, followed, follows your money. Like if you've got all those. And... Um, and yeah, I, I thought it would be really nice to talk about it here in your podcast because so many people are, 
um, listening, I think are going through this whole awakening journey and like, oh, you know, some people might be asking, what am I supposed to do right here? All these success stories and then there's the pressure. Oh. Mm -hmm. And um, and it's, it's a really, um, so I thought about it then a little bit longer and um, I, I, I'm writing a book called Surrender. I'm still writing a book. Mm. <laughs> and um, I write about it and I say, um, you know, we use our fingerprint and our eyes, the iris and our voice for recognition purposes. You know, it's the strongest identity like, uh, like measurement instrument that we have. You know, if you want to um, lock something and use your fingerprint. For our phones, we use our fingerprint. For, we have iris recognition, um, which is safer than that, and voice recognition, which is, you know, not as safe as iris, but it's still very, very safe. And the reason why they're so safe is because they're unique. Mm. And we always think of it the way that, you know, well, of course, my fingerprint is unique, you know? Mm. And that's just like, we never think of it in the term like, why is it unique? It actually means that nobody touches the world that, the way that you touch the world. Oh, wow, beautiful. It also means that nobody sees the world that you see, the way that you see the world, you know? And it also means that nobody speaks the way that you can speak your message, you know? And that's like your magic. And, you know, sometimes we get caught up in that failure or that pressure of, oh, I have to achieve and I have to become and I have to become now. And what, you know? And um, I think there's just beauty and some comfort in knowing that nobody's going to take your spot because nobody can. Mm. And, and by knowing that, I think that gives us more peace and to breathe and time to just become and be. And in that being, you become or what you already are <laughs> so um and then you discover your mindset um the right mindset which is always filled with gratitude once you really see once you <laughs> i always say we're on remote control from our how from our higher self mm -hmm. until we wake up and actually see oh my god what have i done like this has led to this led to this led to this led to this and then oh of course you know and but Unless we are aware of these things and grateful, our higher self will just keep on pushing us through the motions, you know? And you can choose to take control of that and, you know, be grateful for every single experience. And it also, obviously, then combined with a lot of trust and openness to receive more. But, you know, it, it can be, it's a balance. And I'm still in that dance, like, I'm open. Please, you. <laughs> but you know, it's um, it's it's a beautiful dance once you're in it, and once you're aware that everything will happen just the way it should, mm. and yeah, you're still in control. It's not like we're just puppets. I don't believe that at all. But um, that's basically the end spot: finding your magic in the world and um, knowing that you have the magic and the mindset, and speak your message. And then your money will come. Hmm. Perfect. Because it's still a reality. We still need money or resources to uh, fulfill many dreams and to partake in this uh, in this um, movie or this world, <laughs> this planet. Um, so to wrap this up, first uh, before I forget, how can people um, find you? So it's Viveka World. 
Yep, that's right. Viveka.world, okay. Yeah, and Viveka.world. if somebody right now is listening to this and they're like, oh, it's interesting, who is this exactly for? What, Viveka, who should like, who, who, who's the main audience that like could benefit a lot from, from, from this service? Uh, anybody who wants to take their life or an area of their life to the next level. And um, of course, for coaches, mentors, and speakers who want to serve more clients. So, mm. so it's really for, for anybody who feels, oh, I'm looking at my life and, you know, maybe I would like somebody to help me on my um, work-life balance or help me in my achieving my sports goals or help me in achieving, like, guiding my team or how to manage this this project or you know how to become a better executive leader how to um practice more mindfulness how to be more spiritual how to have better sex you know we we, we have a coach for anything so any area of your life that you really want to up level um get in contact with us get in contact with me personally um info at viveka.world ask me I'm, I'm i i can get on a call anytime um and yeah, and I would say, <laughs> I would say, the listeners take advantage of this offer of uh, getting on a call with Katya because right now she still has some time. I'm guessing down the road uh, you could only access her through this podcast video or or a big conference or the next Starcon or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, we never know what's down the track. But I'm, as I said, I'm in the dance. <laughs> um. So one last question. What advice would you give to a smart, driven college student about to enter the real world? What advice should they ignore also? Well, um, well, I think nowadays the whole new generation is quite aware of it doesn't have to be a certain way. And I really like, um, you know, some people say, oh, the new generation is so... Um, um, spoiled and, and you know they, but I think it's they're just more aware of the opportunities that they have around them so um, just the advice would be stay true to yourself and I think a lot of that those people in that generation are already doing that and in the process still stay humble though there's so much more to learn mm -hmm. even from your grandpa that doesn't know how to use his iphone and still will never probably know how to use his iphone <laughs> and um still there's so much learning and experience to receive so um just know that you're always a uh you're a sponge for information and you always radiate information as well and that it's a beautiful exchange and just stay open to that. That would be my advice. And, and um, do greatness in this mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. world needs. <laughs> and what should they ignore? What, what advice should they ignore? What should they ignore? Um, you know, sometimes we just need to do the hard lessons by ourselves. So... Um, what one person should ignore might not suit the other, but I'm trying to keep it as general as possible. Um, if you have a body reaction <laughs> to what somebody says to you, as in, and 
just take a step back and think about if, you know, this is really the right advice for you. If somebody gives you advice and says, trust me on this, da, 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 and you feel your stomach is clenching up and your heart is like racing a thousand times. Um, oh, here's some good advice. Mm-hmm. You talked about the prize. I didn't think about this. So I'm thinking out loud. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody tells you who, who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. And don't put on your lens of justification or anything on top. If mm. somebody tells you, yes, just believe them. Just believe them, them. yeah. Mm. Wow, beautiful. Thanks. Um, yeah, you know, like uh, speaking of advice, um, um, uh, Sir Richard Branson, the guy from Virgin, and all those amazing uh, business, that's a guy I really look up to. Um, yeah. I don't know if you know about this, but when he started his magazine, uh, and it was taking too much time from school. Uh, the head teacher or like uh, the director of the school uh, had a meeting with him and told him, look, either you stop the magazine or you, you quit school. So you're ha- going to have to leave school. And there's two options. Either you become a millionaire or you end up in jail. And thank God uh, Richard didn't follow his advice. And uh, just uh, stay true to him uh, to his own path, just like you're doing. And I'm sure um, once we are able to access your book, Surrender, it will be a beautiful recount of your memorable experience and how surrendering into life, unconditional trust, and just keep that beautiful smile like you've always done against any <laughs> adversity will uh, get you through it and you will learn and you will grow and you will expand. So... Uh, thank you very much. Um, uh, it was a pleasure to, to hear your story. Uh, uh, thank you for bringing Viveka to the world, uh, true alignment, uh, our, our own true alignment, and uh, for uh, helping us access amazing coach, even for sex and uh, speaking, public speaking, whatever. Just go to Viveka.world. And uh, excited to have you soon again. Uh, have a beautiful day. Uh, lots of blessings. Thank you so much. As always, it was so lovely to talk to you. I always feel we could talk for hours. You make things so easy. So um, your listeners are very, very lucky to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.